Yeah, hi, Adam. Give us a quick introduction of who you are and what you're doing. Sure. My name is Adam Ullman. I'm a product manager at SmartStream on the TLM Collateral product. We are currently working on uh, development for uh, TLM Collateral to provide uh, uh, the best service to our customers. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the issues that, that came up during the lockdown. What were the major concerns and requests of your clients as, as they moved into the lockdown? Sure. Without question, it was a combination of uh, working from home at the same time as having to manage volumes that were two to three times higher than normal. Most larger institutions fared well. It was comforting because our application, TL and Collateral, cope with the spike in volumes. Uh, firms with more fragmented or manual processes, of course, struggled more, particularly if they had more, never had a culture of working remotely from home. Uh, the other thing we saw was uh, there was a squeeze on liquidity of collateral. Uh, it had an impact on eligibility uh, schedules. Uh, in some cases, uh, where they had to be expanded in the application and, and, and loaded into the application. Uh, there were also things with, uh, with regards to concentration rules. So where clients had um, previously just been delivering a mix of cash or go government debt obligations, uh, they might have seen things like corporate bonds uh, um, start to spike as, as uh, they started to rely on, on different types of collateral. So the concentration rules would kick in. So there, any type of crisis, there's always a review on the, the current documentation and the parameters that are set up in the application. Did some of the smaller firms have a tougher time than the larger firms in this situation? Yeah, I mean, I think that kind of specifically goes to that. I mean, um, usually they, they go and they they utilize the system in a way in which they think they would just use it. So they do the basics, whatever they would uh, figure for like the 80-20 rule, um, whatever um, most fits with their process. So if they're just posting cash, they would just profile cash within the application. Uh, but as other different types of instruments started to be used and uh, um, clients, uh, their their counterparts would bring them up or try to post them, um, they'd, they'd have to review either in the application that they have it profiled uh, set up correctly or do a review between the agreement and, uh, and, and load or backload what they needed to do. And then just, just very quickly, you mentioned that, you know, some people needed some, a little extra care. What did SmartStream actually do in those circumstances? For the most part, uh, it, there's been a lot of, with the smaller clients, looking into the application and coming back with questions about uh, asking what are the uh, different things the application can do and, and, and what types of functionality that, that are out there. I mean, there there probably could be things that they they, they they need to do that they, they didn't realize the application could do. So it either comes in through either our support, uh, come through our support uh, offices or through uh, our professional services group or even our sales uh, contacts or even some of the relationships that we have on the product side. And then uh, sometimes it's just a, a, a quick email to kind of walk them through what they could do, or sometimes it's just kind of going through uh, through a, an actual demo of, of particular functionality within the application. I mean, our application has, has a broad range of, uh, of functionality. Uh, we go pretty deep as far as kind of um, what the clients can do. And some of these cli smaller clients are not using the, the entire scope of that or may not be aware of that. So it's just uh, a, um, a combination of either them coming and asking us or in the case of our uh, our um, relationship managers uh, reaching out to them. What are your clients' concerns as, as we move toward what uh, may be the new normal? They're kind of riding the wave now. I mean, firms want to be prepared so if that white second wave comes, uh, they're a better place to work from home and deal with large volumes. I would say the clients know the importance of collateral management. I mean, they're using our software. Uh, I think generally in the market, among smaller firms, it's the realization that Collateral management is just not just an operational function that's carried out as a necessity because regulators mandate it. 
it's more they're seeing, and, and this comes kind of what I've had to deal with as, as a collateral practitioner in the past, uh, that the function is less an operational function, but more of a risk management uh, function that protects the, the financial institution from real losses, but also as, as a means of something that needs attention to optimize and, and reduce operational costs. How did the global lockdown impact SmartStream's quality of support for its clients that are working remotely? It's kind of funny because it's it's been pretty seamless for us. Um, there was no impact on our support. Our global teams routinely work from as remotely as part of our uh, robust BCP structures. Nothing really has changed for us. It's been business as usual. And how has the global lockdown changed the, the dynamic between SmartStream and its clients? It's kind of, uh, if you think about it, it's, it's kind of how we... we and, on all relationship levels, as everyone's been dealing with it, from whether it be professional or personal relationships. Of course, when, when, when before any lockdown, we tended to visit clients regularly to demonstrate new functionality, discuss our roadmap, and talk about the firm's, their firm's strategic plans. Since then, since the lockdown, this has still happened, but remotely via video conferencing, but because face-to-face -face meetings have ceased. As the lockdown kind of eases and, and, and travel resumes, we see that we'll continue to start visiting clients. But I think the remote discussions will be more part of the norm, in, at least in the short and near term, and uh, become something that, that becomes a more cost-effective way of doing things in the future. Has SmartStream found that the remote virtual meetings are happening more frequently than the in-person meetings uh, you know, that, that, that took place before the, the crisis? Yeah, and I think it seems like it's it's an opportunity. Uh, whereas, like if you visited a client on site or uh, um, had to arrange some type of meeting with them, you both have to be located, uh, co-located. So that that becomes a cost, whether it be cost of sending somebody out there or um, having to host somebody, or even the opportunity cost of time in which two people have to travel to it's to a, to a co-location or meet in a co-location. Whereas like video conferencing, it's it's similar in aspects of picking up the phone, but it's more of a face-to-face -face now as, as, as you have more FaceTime. I mean, we, we kind of promote the whole concept of turning on the camera and making sure that uh, you can see each other and, and kind of discuss. It becomes a little bit more personal in that, that aspect. Do you foresee any any permanent changes in how SmartStream operates as a result of the pandemic? Yeah, definitely. It's it's funny because um, I was just thinking about this. We all expected video conferencing to be kind of like the Jetson culture, where where like you have a face to face and you can see each other. But it's it's not there, but it, it's getting there. I mean, uh, right now I foresee people embracing video conferencing. I mean, historically, conference calls would just been either voice and, and a PowerPoint presentation as a reference uh, material to look at, uh, but remote working has pushed people to switch on their video. I suppose this also means that client site visits may be uh, less needed, uh, I, I guess, and may reduce over the long term in favor of the video conferencing and be able to actually talk up front. I also think that working from home is becoming more routine. It's, this kind of is advantageous to a lot of people who now have a broader talent pool to dip into uh, rather than having to reach to any proximity um, to the office. That means that there's more talent that's available, which, which is definitely a positive. Uh, finally, I think uh, that firms, including our clients, will be looking at how a collateral system can be optimized for working from home or remote working. Um, I would anticipate firms would look at our APIs for real-time data transfer and perhaps our hosted offering maybe become the preferred deployment approach in the future. Did this aspect of people working remotely, 
did that complicate the whole process of collateral management? It's just a culture shock. I think people were starting to get to it and starting to uh, um, get there. I mean, if you think about the evolution of the concept of working remotely. So, I mean, you have the initial standpoint of like, say, Blackberries being becoming more prevalent as far as uh, in, in, in the early, uh, late 90s and, and early 2000s. And then the concept of uh, remoting into your, uh, your your desktop computer and then everyone being issued laptops. And then from there, bringing your own devices and then the concept of uh, doing WebExes. And then finally, we're, we're at video conferencing. So mm-hmm. it's it's just become something that that people are starting to embrace at, at this point, and it's 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 just a, a change in thinking of how to do business and how to do things, even with instant messaging. I mean, that's becomes something that's kind of taking over email as a form of communication with internally, but also if you look at it, it has the capability and is the capability to communicate with your clients on a faster basis. And it's just a matter of the, the turnaround time and getting like uh, a, the feedback loop and shorten that, shorting that feedback loop between, between, between counterparts. And during this crisis, there was a push to streamline collateral management. And then I assume that's still happening. But did that get lost in the shuffle of so many things happening at once? An economic downturn and then um, a pandemic? everyone's taking a look at their processes. It's kind of came in waves. First is to deal with the volumes uh, and, and the here and now and, and being able to, to kind of deal with the shock of that culturally, uh, you now have to work in a different way. And then part of that looked at like the regulatory uh, implementation that, that needed to happen for the end of this year was pushed out. But the thing is, a lot of people um, started with that and was like, oh, took a breath and said, oh, we have some time. But a lot of people now are looking at it as like, well, it's not necessarily something that, that we're going to take a breath on. We're going to continue to do it because we're going to take advantage of this time just to make sure that we're ready for the regulatory rollout that will happen in a year's time. So it's a similar process that's happening is that people have now have gone from the tactical problem of dealing with working from home and dealing with working remotely. And now they're in the strategic mode of like, okay, well, this is a new thing. And and how do I now take on my business and move it forward? So it's kind of like they're looking at the regulatory th- things that are coming out. They're looking at the different in- industry initiatives because the industry doesn't stop, but also then how, how to improve their process efficiencies through the new norm. All right, great. Well, thank you, Adam. Thank you, Eugene.